Hey, you ever been to Chancellor Park? That's where I live. My name is Tabin Dillard, and I live in a trailer park called Chancellor Park, and I mow lawns. I'd like to introduce you to my town. I've been making YouTube's videos since about 2006, and then I've transitioned over to other platforms like the TikToks and the whatnot. But here on this podcast, I'd like to clue you into what's going on with me here lately. And this is like a pre-introduction. Now I'm going to send it off to myself for the real introduction. I'm glad you joined me. Bink, bink. Welcome to the Tavern Dillard Podcast, y'all guys. Season 1, Episode 14. What was scheduled to be the final episode of the first season of the Tavern Dillard Podcast, which is like a radio show, like you listen to it with your ears. Which means whatever you seeing ain't what I'm seeing, and it ain't what somebody else might be seeing that's listening to the podcast too, because it ain't for it ain't a visual experience <clears throat> like a TV set or whatever. It's like uh, for your ears, where I'm just telling you a story, and then you looking at whatever you looking at, wherever you at today, kind of thing. And the reason I said the uh, way I said it was that it's scheduled to be we done. Was season one after today, this Tuesday episode. But if you've been listening to podcasts for any amount of time, you know I've been telling you that I'm doing a one-hour, very special Christmas podcast the day after this one shows up. So every Tuesday episodes show up for, uh, you know, the podcast, for Tab and Diller Podcast. Well, the Wednesday, um, which is going to be December 22nd, is is the very special Christmas one hour podcast, and so I've been planning that for a little while. And which I guess technically, I mean, if you look at the technical way of it all, that's fifteen episodes. Once you know, like back to back, fourteen right now is what we in right now. That's what you listening to, and then fifteen's a Christmas episode. But then I noticed, and after that, next week, next Tuesday, it's the last Tuesday in twenty out twenty one. Why not do one more episode to kind of wrap up the year and wrap up the season? So we kind of boosted uh, real quick like from 14 episodes uh, to 15, 16 episodes now. And the 16th episode is going to be like a Q&A and the Q stands for questions and the, answer, uh, the A stands for answers. Now you asking the questions, that's like, that, that falls on you, the listener. You got a question for me? Then you ask it. And in the way that I know what to say and the answer is to know what you ask in the first place. So I need questions. I can't answer nothing if there ain't a question first. See how that works? So you do the questions toward me and then I answer them in the December 28th uh, podcast kind of thing. So that's what that's going to be. You send in your questions and depending on the questions, I'll figure out if I need to answer all them questions or if I need to bring in Joel Berry, who's kind of my manager, uh, to help answer the questions that don't have to do with me. You know, that had to do with other stuff with, I don't know, Sweet Tea Films and all that. If you want to ask a question, send an email to tavendillard at gmail.com. And then I'll put that in the show notes so you can check out that email address. And then you can email the questions there for the December 28th episodes, last show of the year. And season two will kick off the week after that. So that's how that works. I want to thank Wagbar. Uh, they sponsored some episodes this uh, first season. Premium Wagyu beef. It ain't beef jerky. Y'all guys, it is a bar of beef that is protein. It's soft. You ain't got to fight with it like a rat terrier with a tennis ball in its mouth. I mean, you ain't got, you, it's easy to eat. And they got teriyaki, hot and spicy, peppered, original. Great gift. If it's too late for you to get the gift, just order it and get it for the New Year's because they good protein snacks on the go. Thank you, Wagbar. A few weeks ago, 
looking at our numbers, you'd not expect the old uh, Bud's Burger Shed, Team Burger Shed, who's had what I might call a roller coaster of a season, to be in the playoffs. And that that that's just like life, though. You just don't know what to expect. Like David and Goliath, if you ever heard that story, uh, David's a little feller. And ain't nobody going to beat Goliath, much less uh, this little feller that come up here. And, uh, you know, everybody's scared of old Goliath. But David's like, I don't care. You know, give me a crack at this feller kind of thing. And nobody expected him to do nothing. And sure enough, he turned around and did something quick like, I mean, he killed that old feller and made every, uh, everybody on his team run. They so scared of him. And uh, he just he just did it with a rock, you know. He had I think he grabbed five stones. He only needed one though to take that fella down. And, you know he done killed a lion, a bear. Like he, he anyways he was the little fella, the underdog. Nobody expect nothing. Boy, you look. I ain't saying now. I ain't saying we David, and we gonna just slay all them giants. But I'm saying we got underestimated even by our own selves at the beginning of the season. And you know we's chest naked, no uniforms, no team name. No organization, a little bit of chaos, but here we go. Let me kind of set the stage. <clears throat> I ride my bike to them softball fields. Done it all season. I ride my bike just about anywhere I need to go. Can I drive? Somebody asked me, do you drive? I, yeah, I can drive, but, you know, if I ain't got a car or a truck, then I'm going to ride my bike. And right now, I ain't got no vehicle. Sometimes I got an uncle that'll loan me a truck. Maybe a buddy might every now and then. But basically, what I do in town, I just got a plan to get there on a bike, whether it's the softball fields, whether it's uh, toting my mower into town to mow lawns, getting to the burger shed, maybe to the Sonic. Maybe uh, if I got to go down, I mean, I don't take Meemaw to Early Bird Gets the Perm on my bike. Meemaw's too old to be on a handlebars kind of thing. But I have to go to Early Bird Gets a Perm sometimes. But if I'm on my bike, obviously I'm just coming by to check on Mima or something. I ain't driving her and picking her up on a bike. But I have had to borrow, you know, a vehicle in the past to get her down there for her, get her hair did, you know, for them appointments she has at Early Bird Gets the Perm. So, anyways, I'm going just like every week uh, to the softball fields on my bike. It's like a silver BMX bike, but it ain't that brand. It's kind of a different brand, what somebody might call a knockoff brand or a brand that ain't. You know, it's popular, but it looked like a BMX. I mean, if you're just squinting and you're looking from a distance, uh, you know, it's what kind of what the frame or the body style is, like out of way. So if you can picture that in your mind's eye, and that's what I'm on. So when I'm going to them fields, I wear my uniform. It says Buzz Burger Shed on the, on the front of it. It's just a traditional, standard Buzz Burger Shed shirt. But when you wear it on a field, it automatically becomes a uniform. That's how that works. Now, we do have, and I'll put the link to the shirts in the show notes, the Team 2021 Burger Shed shirt, which is different from the regular uniform. It's, it's you know, it's this season shirt where we got our roster on the back, the positions we played, our overall record, and then obviously it says Team uh, Burger Shed 2021 on the front. Uh, and you can check that out. But I'm in my regular uniform, just says Bud's Burger Shed on the front. And... And then, uh, and I got my hat, you know, and I ain't got a hold either of them because I'm wearing the, the uniform and I got, I'm wearing a hat on my head, but I do have my glove and I'm a lefty. I figure you know that by now, but if you didn't, then there you go. And there's a couple of ways I carry the glove when I'm on the way to the fields. One is that I just hold it in one hand. Now, I don't mean like wearing it like out of the way, like I'm about to get on the field and catch a ball like you'd wear it at the softball fields. I mean, just holding it and basically riding my bike uh, with one hand. 
Another way is to sit on the glove. I just put it on my box seat, but the thing about that is you can imagine if I stand up, then that glove's gone. I got to turn around, go get it off the street, you know, maybe out of a ditch or maybe off a sidewalk, maybe out of the street. So if I do it that way, I really got to be focused, steady focused. And honestly, when I'm on my way to a game, especially a playoff game, I don't need that kind of extra thought taking up space in my head. I got plenty of other thoughts rattling around there, and I want to be steady focused. I don't want to be the reason, you know, Bud's Burger Shed loses in the playoffs. We and like These are meaningful games. We done won the first game of the playoff last week, so we excited. Are we surprised? A little bit, truth be told, but we here, we showing up, and we having fun. The other way, though, to get that glove there uh, on my back is a bungee cord, and I can strap that thing to the handlebars or to the seat or to the frame. I can do any of that with a bungee cord. I mean, it's pretty versatile the way I look at it, the way I say it, the way I explain it to you if you're asking me, and that's probably the best option so that I can have both them hands on them handlebars in case I need to ramp a curb, jump a mud puddle, even do a frame stand if I'm really feeling it on the way to the ball fields. Well, this week I was just holding the glove, and I might have been a block and a half from the trailer park when I hit a speed wobble, and I wasn't going that fast. Uh, what happened was that I got a flat. So I say speed wobble. That makes it sound like I was just breaking records, you know, like going so fast. But it was really like a speed wobble where the handlebars shake. And they jerk back and forth real quick. And you don't know if you're going to stay up or lay that thing down. Well, I looked down and I seen my front tires flat. And it really could have been anything. Shard of glass, a nail, barbed wire. My own brother could have stuck a screwdriver in it. I really don't know. But that ain't my concern at this point right now, right? Because this is a front tire, and I can pop a wheelie so hard, I could have just done that. But popping a good wheelie takes some serious mental effort, and I'm already thinking about this playoff game, y'all guys. So I just hop off the bike, and I walk it to the fields. I mean, I'm glad I, I let I gave myself enough time. You know, I, ain't, I don't live too far from the fields anyway. It ain't a big town. But, you know, if you're planning on driving, that's one time period. You know, you know how fast you can get there. You can leave less time. You plan on riding a bike. That's a different way to get there. You plan on walking. You know, you'd leave a little earlier still. But uh, it was what it was. You know, you don't you don't make excuses. You just make it happen. So I'm walking my bike to the fields. And I just decide, you know what, I'm going to figure this out later. So I'm holding my glove. I'm walking my bike to the fields. And that's how the evening began for the old round two for the playoffs for Bud's Burger Shit. So I get down there, we playing Brunwell Tires. Lonnie Brunwell's on the team. His daddy owns Brunwell Tires, and he come in there with his 2007 $1,500 Ram, and it's big, it's loud. He got a CB in that thing with a speaker on top, you know, and he pulling into the parking lot behind home plate there, and he said, yeah, he's saying this over the speaker, so anybody in the whole softball field area uh, can hear him. I ain't parking in the outfield lot because I'm going to be hitting dingers out there all night. That's what he said. You know, and he got to, you know, kind of lay on the horn a little bit. Everybody look, you know, all eyes on Lonnie, y'all guys kind of thing. You know, he coming in kind of intimidating, playing some mind games with us, you know, trying to trying to talk, you know, how good he is. So that's fine, whatever. You know, we're we going to stay locked in uh, as best we can. I'm already a little distracted because I had to walk my bike to the park. So anyhow, Lonnie, he parked back there. Uh, behind a home plate, and he was showboating kind of thing. You know, he was right. Turned out he was hitting dingers to right field all night long, but he wasn't counting on Mort Dwidell and Rusty Tidwell hitting foul balls onto his Dodge Ram all night. Now, we wasn't trying to, believe me. They was trying to hit in front ways, not backwards like that. They just didn't get a hold of a couple, or actually a few, and went back. Didn't shatter the windshield or nothing, but you could eat a bowl of Captain Crunch out the hood of his truck now. 
I mean, it was just one after another. I don't know, you know, however their pitcher pitched the ball and the way they were swinging, it was pretty, like, consistent to where, I mean, you're getting the same pitch, the same swings, same result. Boom, Lonnie's, Lonnie's, you know, hood of his truck. Boom, Lonnie's hood of his truck. By the time he finally decided he might need to move it, it's too late. You know, if you get hit once, you say, well, it's too late. It done got hit. I'll just leave it there. It's good for the night. It gets hit twice. Well, surely it ain't going to hit in the same spot three times. Buddy, I don't know. I lost count, but it is a mess. It happened a lot. And, and again, you know, we ain't proud of it. That's just how it happened. Brunwell Tires was out hitting dingers, though. I mean, I said Lonnie was, but the whole team, I mean, they showed up for real. They was up 6-1 real quick. I mean, it got away from us pretty fast in this one. Now, in the third inning, it rolls around, and I get up there to the plate, and I hit a double. Now, I didn't hit it too hard. Are too far, but Brunwell's tires is a whole team of hitters, and they ain't really runners. So if you hit it on the ground through the infield, you liable to leg out too. And that's what happened. I got myself a double, y'all. Nothing came out of my double, but I was on second base for a little bit before the inning ended. But in the fifth inning, Rusty Tidwell get up there with two on, and he hit a three-run shot over the right field fence and got us back in it a little bit, and somebody's car got hit. Wasn't Lonnie Brunwell's because he'd made a point not to park in the outfield tonight, as you recall. He's behind home plate. And it, it hit that car in, in the parking lot on a bounce. I mean, it's just a risk you take being out there. Myself, I ain't got a car or a truck, like I said, so there's pros and cons to that. I mean, I did get a flat tire on the way to the game tonight with my bike, but that ain't just a bike thing. You could get a flat tire on a car, too, or a truck. And you got more chances to get a flat because you got more tires on one of them. They got fours, you know, and then my, my bike's only got twos. It ain't a three-wheel bike or nothing like that. It ain't a unicycle with one. It's got two. But, you know, them cars and trucks, they got fours. Another good thing about my bike is that it don't get hit by foul balls. It's smaller target, but also I park it behind a dugout, leaning it against a chain-link fence there, so don't see the foul balls like that away. You just don't see them. But Rusty found that parking lot out there in the fifth inning, so it was a ball game at that point. Now we started, you know, feeling a little better, you know, a little more excited about, you know, the prospects at that point. And you want to know who was hitting it hard all night long on our team? I mean, this fella ain't never had a night at the plate like this. Myron Curtis. That's right. The fella who got this all started back at the burger shed with Morton Wydell. The guy who not only forgot to bring our uniforms to the first two games, he never even ordered them in the first place. And here we are in round two of the playoffs. We got our Bud's Burger Shed uniforms on, looking like a team, playing like a team, and Myron Curtis is making some serious contact. Proud of him. I seen Mary Beth Tucker crane her neck out the concession stand at one point when she was, when, when uh, old Myron was batting because she heard the, the contact he made. It was impressive. I ain't going to lie. However, every ball he hit tonight was right to somebody. And that's the way the Brunwell's Tires likes to play. If they ain't, ain't got to move, all the better because they don't move fast when they got to. So we played hard. They played hard. And by the end of the game, Brunwell's Tires pushed across eight runs, and we pushed across five. So quick math will tell you that they won, and they moving on to the championship game. They say if you get an exercise, you win, and you know, like you might not win the game, but you still staying healthy. I mean, I guess there is some 
consolation in that, but losing stinks, best I can tell. I mean, let's be honest. We didn't run out there tonight hoping we'd lose and say, well, that's good exercise. I mean, there is silver lining. You can look at it that way, and I ain't mad at you if you do, but uh, sometimes you just lose, and it's kind of sad. And so there we were. Now, we played almost as many games as we could this season. I mean, look at it. It's just one game shy of the championship and I think that's a good thing. I do think that's a good thing. We played every game we could have played other than one, basically. Mary Beth Tucker, she made sugar cookies. It was a little disappointing after the loss, you know, just the sting of the loss and everything. But truth is, sugar, sugar, and them, them cookies was good. And it's just, just a time of year. I mean, I can't turn a corner, look on a counter, be in a store, be at somebody's house without like a bag of cookies or a plate of some sort of Christmas pastry laying around i mean there's a lot of opportunities to you know work on my winter body uh and so with them playoffs taking a break now with the season being over i think everybody's ready to just about jump on that train if you know what i mean kind of thing so anyhow i'm kind of leaning up against that chain link fence uh where my bike was you know at the back of that dugout after the game and i hear somebody holler hey i was like i recognize that voice i look up and it's cricket this is a gal I kind of been, you know, uh, she she and me grew up together, but she ain't lived in town for a number of years. And then, you know, she she been doing more stuff in our town, like when she's delivering produce this summer to the burger shed. And I'd see her, you know, hit and miss kind of there. I seen her at the nursing home uh, during the fall because I'm volunteering a little bit down there. More now that the season's wrapping up, I'm going to go help out over there. And I heard she's working there, you know. So uh, anyhow, you know, I, I seen her. And uh, she's a good gal, you know. I, that's all I'm saying, you know. And she's like, hey, Tavin, how you doing? I was like, hey, Cricket, uh, what's going on? And she goes, you know what? Uh, they going to do a winter softball league. And I didn't know that, you know. We just wrapping up this kind of fall season. And, I, I, you know, if you start it in the fall, it's still the fall season, even if you end it in December. She goes, well, after the New Year's, uh, I'm helping out. Me and Cheryl Grubbs are going to be, you know, taking turns down here helping with the concession stand because I'm already in town on Thursday nights, you know, Thursdays during the day working at the nursing home. So now all of a sudden my wheels is turning. First of all, I was like, buddy, if if she hit the softball fields and I put the softball field, but this winter league I don't know nothing about. I got to find out. I don't know if Bud's Burger Shed's doing, if we're going to have a team together, but – uh, kind of motivating, you know, to want to be down there. You know, she is so kind of thing. And then obviously, I, I hope to see her down at the uh, at the nursing home where she working because they got all kinds of Christmas stuff coming up, uh, going on. But I, you know, that was one of those things where you know she's telling me what she's up to, and she just kind of you know checking out the fields and the concession stand where she's gonna be helping out during the winter league, and. Uh, it's one of those things, you know, where they say like a door closes. You know how you heard that saying where, okay, well, one door closed and another one opens kind of thing. It kind of felt like that. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with cricket, but I sure am glad, you know, that this happened at the last game of the season, not the first. I know what Myron Curtis was like back when he first started dating Mary Beth Tucker, head in the clouds. He's still kind of that way, but he can manage it better now. You know what I mean? So that's where I'm at. I, I walked my bike down to the burger shed after the game and, while I was pushing it down the street, I was thinking about Brunwell's tires. Maybe they could fix my bike tire for a discount, you know. They got to be feeling pretty good after they win. They going to the championship game next week. Can't hurt to ask. It's the way, the way I look at it, best I can tell. Hey, if not, no big deal. I'll just be working on my wheelies for a little bit till I get that tire patched up. 
Hey, it's a good season though. It's, I mean, you know it. You've been here with me. If this is your first time checking out the podcast, I'd say go back. Start with the first one. I mean, it's been a roller coaster of a ride this season. And uh, I have to say, I'm really glad y'all joined me for it. Bud's Burger Shed, 4-4-1. Four, four, we tied one. We won four. We lost four. We did the playoffs uh, last week, so we won one game in the playoffs too. So, I mean, oh, that's a pretty big deal. I mean, if you look at it that way. I hope you're having a good Christmas season. Hey, I'm excited. I'm happy with how the season turned out. Sure, you want to win the championship, but when we didn't think we'd get even a win at one point, much less a a uniform, uh, I I say it was a good year, good season for Bud's Burger Shed. You on a team with me? Check the show notes. If you need a, I mean, we got Burger Shed hoodies now, the Team Burger Shed hat, the Team Burger Shed shirt, the regular Burger Shed shirt. We got all kinds of stuff uh, you can check out. But I hope you're having a, a great Christmas season right now. Tune in tomorrow for the one hour, very special Christmas episode. Thanks again to Wag Bar Premium Wagyu Beef. You can check them out at the show uh, at the show notes. There's a link there, and there's also a discount and get you 10% off your order at a Wag Bar. And if you if you ain't had a chance to write this, please go on uh, wherever you listen to and give it a rating. It uh, means a lot, y'all guys. Merry Christmas season to you. Hey, I'll circle back here, see you, or or hear you, or you'll hear me in about 24 hours if you're listening to this on a Tuesday, on Wednesday. The Christmas episode's coming out. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. We'll see you later.